It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? Not much. Let's talk a little football. We got questions today, which have always been uh, pretty great. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Our first question, actually, it's not even a question. It's just a statement from Bradley oh, that boy. just says Eric Weddle in all capital letters. No, no punctuation at all. So I, <laughs> I'm assuming we need to talk about Eric Weddle, right? Uh, so, Landon, are you interested in potentially signing Eric Weddle? The safety, we should get, say. We should clarify it's the safety. Yeah, that, not, this, not the regular Joe that's being bombarded no, on Twitter the, right the, now. The other, the other uh, Eric Weddle is a, a writer for the New York Times. That's what it is. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. So he's, uh, yeah, maybe you should write yeah. about it. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that I, I feel like we should, I mean, this should be a, a larger conversation because what I, I look at now is, what an insane free agent mm-hmm. free sa- uh, for safety market you know it's the the free agent market for safeties is crazy right now and um you know i i think one of the things that's that's interesting about it is everyone's kind of hemming and hawing about the cowboys not making potentially not signing uh, you know any of these safeties to huge deals specifically earl thomas uh, first of all, you know, <laughs> legal tampering it doesn't even start till six, for six days, so everyone should just take a step back from the ledge. <laughs> uh, second of all, uh, I think that there's something to the idea that this uh, this uh, market is is going to affect the pricing okay, of l- all the people that are in it. Let me ask you this because so, this is the bigger question. We can talk about some of these guys. Why is this market so strong for back to back years? Like why? Why aren't safeties in demand more than they have been? Because teams are not are are, are not paying for that sort of play anymore. That's what I want to I, know. I think why the teams, why aren't they paying for that? I, I I think it's a strategy thing because I think teams are realizing that 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 the the unicorn type players, the the Earl Thomases out there, are are a dime a dozen, or no, not a dime a dozen, the opposite of that, are, are, rare. are, uh, rare. are extre- extremely rare. And so I think what this is happening now is that teams have uh, placed, uh, you know, they've tried to find ways to work around scheme-wise so that they don't need to have a, a topper free safety to run their defense. And I think what that's done is drive the market way, way, way down for these guys. So, uh, and I think it's, you know, and then in, in turn, what it's done is that these guys that are on these bloated contracts that still kind of represent that era of 
relying on a uh, you know safety in the middle. Uh, I think those people are getting uh, ejected. You know, their their contracts are being cut. So I think that you're seeing a, a shift in how teams play their safeties or what they are expecting from their safeties. And I think that in the middle of that transition, uh, that that these guys in particular are uh, being kind of left out on the street. And, and, I mean, I think, look, I mean, they're all sitting there in a pile. And it's not even just like, I mean, Earl Thomas is in that pile. Well, Eric Weddle is in that pile. I can, re- I can the read pile. the list it's, of, it's, of available tight ends. Yeah, read it. Uh, Earl Thomas, Landon safeties. Collins, LaMarcus Joyner. Now, he's more of like a, a, a nickel corner who can also play safety. But Tyron Matthew, kind of the same thing. Adrian Amos. Uh, Haha Clinton Dix, Eric Weddle, Clayton Gathers, Glover Quinn, Trey Boston, Kenny Vaccaro, George Iloka, Jimmy Ward, Adrian Phillips. That's quite a list. Morgan Burnett. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, like, I mean, if you look at that, like, Adrian Amos and Earl Thomas, LaMarcus Joyner, Landon Collins, I mean, like, those are guys that probably normally wouldn't even be available. No. You know, like, names that wouldn't even be available. So, uh, I, I think if anything, the Cowboys uh, should be smart here. Uh, look at all these. I mean, all, any one of those guys is a solid, is a plus addition to your defense. You know, uh, so I, I think the Cowboys should be smart here uh, and not not go against the market. You know, I think the market is provided for you. Let allow the market to continue to provide for you, and 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 let these this buyer's market. Uh, drive down the cost on some of these free safeties. And, and you know, that's why this uh, – look, guys, the only people talking right now in Twitter are agents and player and reps for the front office who are trying to drive down agents' prices. So don't believe anything that you're hearing right, right. now. It's all just spin and talk to get pricing. It's, it's all just different leverage plays by different people trying to drive up and down prices on free agents. So, so – this is none of this is for you. None of all this is <laughs> right. like shots being taken in public by the agents and the team, and and all of us are freaking out on every word because we forget that this is the same thing that happens every single. So I year. want to talk about some of these names more specifically in a second. But with the way the free agent market is for safeties, should this and will it impact the way teams draft safeties? Because I would think so, right? If you're seeing that these safeties aren't being paid. Why should I be willing to spend a first or second round pick on a guy where I can replicate his play in free agency for a million, two million dollars? I mean, in the case of Trey Boston, that's a Pro Bowl level safety that last year signed a one year, one point five million dollar deal at twenty five years old. I, I just don't get it. It feels like the safety position is in a, a terrible death spiral, like you know, for for its pricing. Because you're right, like it, all these safeties that are coming out of college. Uh, and none of them really elite, I would say, but 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 you know all all of them are, are decent starter level safeties. And and if you're lumping all these guys into kind of one category, and and just really aren't putting yourself out there as interested in that super high level elite free safety, if if the if the rest of the league is not players in a ten million plus a year safety market. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, the, is is the price still even ten plus million dollars? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like if if, if the, the 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 demand isn't there any longer, uh, the the price likely will have to go down because I just don't know that 
anyone is going to jump at the opportunity. It's weird. Like th- th- there could very, re- very realistically be a situation where Earl Thomas, who usually would be a very the, not even the first week of free agency, like the first announced free yeah, like agent signing right once tampering yep. starts. Right? There's a very real possibility I could see where he doesn't sign for. A week or two, because he's waiting for this market to get better, and it and it may not, you know. So I I think it's something to keep in mind. All right, so I want to talk about Eric Weddle because he's on the mind and stuff. Um, he's I think thirty six years old. Uh, I got to see him play a lot last year, and man, he is still really really good. Is that somebody you would be interested in for the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, I I think that if the again, like for all this stuff, it's got to be especially now the price has got to be right. Um, he he's only thirty four. Oh, I thought he was, oh, uh, I thought he was so, older than that. See, that's even better. No, he's. Th- I mean, yeah, I mean, not not that only thirty four, but uh, you know, he's he's still only thirty four. Um, you know, I I agree that I think he still has some some good football left in him. Um, but I I mean, I think the real interesting thing here is that it, what it does is that. It, you know, he is uh, one of the only other safeties, free safeties specifically, that is kind of in that range, right? That in that mm-hmm. uh, that Earl Thomas kind of. Uh, I would think he'd be significantly guess, cheaper, though, right? Sure, sure, but but I mean, I'd still. I, I guess my point is, is that as far as free safeties that are going in the market, like he he suddenly is the second. You know, like he's the gap is not as huge between Earl Thomas and the next oh, right, guy, right? You know what I'm saying? It's not as huge as it was, I guess. Uh, I don't know that Eric Weddle has got any long-term play here. I, I, I mean, I think it's an idea. It's, the idea is that you'd sign him for what, like a two or three-year contract, maybe at the most. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that the, he still has some good play left. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that that he had been told by offensive coordinators that they still view him as a game changer on in I defense. Do. So if you watch him in the the Charger game late in December. I mean, he was phenomenal. I mean, it wasn't one of the best safety games I've seen in a long time. So my question is, we know Chris Richard wants athletes in the secondary. Are they going to be willing to put somebody who doesn't have this, you know, the prerequisite speed back there that they're used to having? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that there were all kind of we're all kind of figuring that out at this point. Is is what we've seen with Richard in the past is you know Eric as Earl Thomas. That's it. Like so, I mean, and then obviously what we have here. So I, I think we're still figuring out what the ten- tendency is there, and, and and what his level of threshold is uh, for uh, needing athletes in the back end. Uh, just for a frame of reference, last year Eric Weddle graded as the Pro Football Focus's tenth ranked safety. Uh, the the best run defense safety in the NFL. So if you're wanting a guy that can be the quarterback of your defense, that can help in the run game uh, and not get exposed in the passing game, I think Weddle, you can get on a pretty, pretty cheap contract over the next couple days. All right, let's get to some more questions. Uh, This one comes from Michael. It says, it's looking like we are going to give uh, Ezekiel Elliott a long-term contract extension. Would it be wise to get a really good backup to take some of the load off of him? What do you think, Landon? I think that they uh, need to find – I mean, I've always been on board with them finding uh, – 
a a high end you know change of pace back a guy that is a change of pace guy that can also provide a little bit something as a ball carrier as well because I I think that you know the majority of the snaps you're going to want to give to Zeke especially if you're paying him a whole bunch of money uh, and then I but so I think if you're going to take him off the field it's got to need to be someone that uh, comes off the field and provides something of something right, different absolutely. you know and that that's that's really where I I find uh, that that needs to be the uh, the version of, of of what we are looking at. I mean, I think that it's something that it's a change of pace, but uh, but also just a know, different skill set. Be you, like you, a, a guy that gives you a different skill set. Yes, uh, we've been talking about this forever. The Cowboys, uh, they've liked that Lance Dunbar type of player uh, from the years that Dunbar was here, from 2012 to 2015. Uh, They've been interested in trying to find that player in the draft. We know that in 2015, they really liked Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson's been a guy that I know some people have said the Cowboys are interested in trading for. Uh, I I think he would be an interesting option. You know, Donald Pumphrey from the Eagles, the Cowboys had some interest drafting. So I think if they're going to get a a different running back, that's the kind they are looking for. So just kind of keep an eye out for some of those guys in the draft. I think there's a few you can get in day three that can give you some some pass-catching ability. Um, Mm -hmm. But let's go ahead and move on. This question is from Vince. He said, what kind of offer would you be okay uh, was seeing Lawrence get in free agency. I mean, we know the franchise tag is on him now, but what offer or what number maybe per year would you think, okay, that's an okay deal for Lawrence? Uh, you know, I mean, I think the number that's kind of been kicked around is something like 23 or 24. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, well, Khalil like, Mack I mean, got 23 and a half last year. Yeah, I, I yeah. I, Something around there is okay with me. Twenty two, twenty three. I mean, I, I think that he he probably he's not Khalil Mack, but I think he, in some ways, does a lot of the things that uh, y- you want Khalil Mack to. Do. He does some of the run running game stuff better, uh, and I think he does provide a lot of pressure despite you know fewer snaps, playing fewer snaps. So uh, something along those lines should you be. You know, the funny thing with me good. is that <laughs> we're going to argue for probably the next several months about whether DeMarcus Lawrence should get 20 or 22 and a half million dollars. And it's, it's really pointless. Like when you, you see some of the, the the money that they're going to spend in free agency on guys that really don't have any chance of helping this team. I I, I was thinking last year, like Deontay Thompson, given Deontay Thompson, three and a half million dollars or whatever. That's the difference in having Lawrence right now on your roster, getting ready for this off season. It's, it's not that big of a deal. So no matter what the numbers come in at, it's it, it it'll be fine. I, I think people are panicking because well, there's nothing else to panic about. There's nothing, yeah, else, there's to nothing do. else to panic about right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. normally, normally this would be the time when I would be getting everybody panicked and riled up and everything. But I've matured over the years, Landon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's all let's let's go with all that. right. This this, uh, <laughs> this next question comes from Camp. He wants to know. Uh, I know Dak will get paid, but has he reached his ceiling, or do you think he has a chance to take another step as a quarterback? Uh, I think he still has uh, an opportunity to take another step. I mean, uh, you know, look, I, I think these guys, as quarterbacks, they all improve as as the years go on. I mean, uh, you know, Tony Romo was not Tony Romo his whole career. You know, no. I mean, I think he he he. he became a much better quarterback towards the end of his career as he'd seen more and more. Um, and I think that that's something with quarterbacks that if they've got it, you know, 
um, you know, that, that they, they have the ability to, to you know, by it, I mean the ability to play quarterback in the NFL, that, that I think that they have the you know, ability to improve over time as they see more and more uh, uh, stuff in front of them. As they see, see more and more snaps, they see more and more defenses, the way they get played. Sure. I think you know, all, the, all of that helps improve the quarterback. I think quarterbacks are, are a position that can you know, improve throughout their careers by just by proxy of what they see. You know? I, I, I think there's a certain point where they, it could turn on them for sure, but uh, as far as like if they're able to improve, I think there's ability to prove throughout the, their careers. I think Dak is going to be one of those guys, too, that continually gets better. He's uh, going to rely a little bit less and less on his legs. We've already seen it in the last three years. I mean, Prescott early in his career would run I wouldn't say a lot more, but he would run more. Now he's only running as a last-ditch effort. You know, we, we're constantly asking the Cowboys to have him run more, but they've been successful enough with him as a quarterback that he doesn't have to run. So you're seeing some of the improvements right there. I think he's going to be one of these guys, too. You get him a better offensive coordinator. Uh, he, he sees more defenses. He, he, gets, you know, he sees all these different situations. You're going to see Prescott uh, continuing to improve as a passer, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think that's certainly possible, and I think as as they continue to kind of tweak what he likes to do and and, and call plays that I think will suit him better, I think we'll see improvement there as well. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.